Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is the place where we save souls and set the captives free from spiritual bondage in deliverance and spiritual warfare. My name is Apostle Tina, and our mission is to help you win the warfare in your life by equipping you to sever spiritual strongholds, break generational curses, and find freedom from your now to your next. Join our community of freedom fighters through transparency to transformation in Christ Jesus. Make sure you go now, like, subscribe, and share. God bless. Welcome Freedom Fighters to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Hey guys, it's Tina, your host from Flawed and Free Podcast. Good to see you guys again for those that are returning and welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time, I hope you subscribe and share. I hope this podcast edifies you, uplifts you, or empowers and educates you in spiritual warfare and deliverance and anything else that the Lord seeks and desires to reveal to you in today's show. So today's show, we are talking about dreams and we are talking about 10 things you should not be doing in your dreams. And so I'm going to be touching on the topic of dream symbolism and dream interpretation. And I'm excited about this week because many have discussed and talked about this in my DMs on Instagram. I had post put up a post about dreams in the last week and there. There was a need, I see, to discuss this even further, even beyond what I could give you on my platforms. So here we are today. We're here to discuss dreams, dream symbolism, dream interpretation, along with those 10 things you should not be doing in your dreams. But without further ado, let's invite the Holy Spirit in now. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you, Father. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, Father, for your peace. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity, Father, to come before you, to come before your throne of grace. Father God, we just open up our hearts and our minds, Father. I just pray that you just speak through me. Give me the word that you have declared for your people, Father. And I just want to be used as your vessel, Father, for your will to be done done in the earth. And I just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for trusting me with your people. Thank you, Father God. So Father, I just thank you. I ask you now in advance to have your way according to your will in Jesus mighty name. Glory, glory, glory to God. So let's get into our topic for today, um, which are dreams. So I'm excited. I'm excited because um, I was not able to get to I believe I, I 
did my best to answer as many questions as I could as they were coming in throughout the week on different platforms um, in in connection to also my schedule, which is pretty busy these days doing the work of the Lord. No complaints here. God has given me the strength. And so I said, you know what, guys, I'm going to pull together a podcast episode to lead you back to And hopefully we can dialogue and have more discussion further that in which I'm not able to go into depth or into detail online or in my DM. But I want to remind those while we're on the topic of warfare and deliverance that the Freedom Fighter Mentorship Academy is still open for registration. So if you have been someone that has is tired of battling negative inner vows, grief or anxiety, if you are someone that has been facing demonic strongholds and oppression, whether it be at home, at work or in your church, and you just desire greater freedom in and with and through the Holy Spirit in your life, you want to break free from the power of these demonic strongholds. In this Freedom Fighter Academy, you will see that it is a 12-week course that has a mentorship and a masterclass all in one. And we will be helping you to overcome these strongholds, oppression, and spiritual attacks in your life. This is the solution to your problem. If you are one that is battling and dealing with demonic oppression and spiritual attacks, and you don't know what to do, this is what we are here to help you, to empower you, to equip you with the necessary weapons that you need to battle and defeat these spirits and to overcome in the areas in which you are bound. So if you are interested in joining our Freedom Fighter community, you can join at theflawedandfree.com and there you can sign up and register. Courses begin October 1st and the seats will be closing soon. So don't forget Forget if you are interested in learning more, you can go to theflawedandfree.com. So, to today's episode, dun, 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 dun. dreams, 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 and more dreams, 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 and more dreams. So, today's episode, we will be coming out of Genesis 40 and 41. There's some verses in there that we will be partnering with as we prepare to move forward in this discussion. And I just wanted people to understand that dreams is, is a sincere form of communication and revelation from God. But the enemy also uses dreams to plant seeds of warfare. And the enemy will do that to distract, to devour, to delay, to detour the plans of God. This is a main source of communication. God will give us visions, open visions, closed visions, dreams. This is a, a, a great place of communication when in our spirits, because our spirit man, we're sleep in the evening, right? And so we're not able to communicate verbally, but our spirits, they never sleep or slumber. And the spirit realm never sleeps or slumbers. And so um, in this place of your dreams is where 
things are planted is where you can receive um, revelation. You can receive um, divine downloads. You can receive impartation from Christ, direction from Christ. And so the enemy desperately loves to destroy and to and to tamper with our dream life because this is a place in the realm of the spirit in which he can plant counterfeit seeds or send demonic assignments to thwart and or detour or uh, destroy the plans of God. And so it's always a tug of war, a push and a pull in the spirit realm because the manifestations that God intends for us to see in the earth, the enemy is always after it. He is always, always after it. So in this place is where we're the most vulnerable, right? Because we're not in our conscience, conscience rather aware state of mind. And so this is a, a good place that he loves to steal your dreams. And so if you were like me at one point in your life um, where I've had to fight for my dreams, I've had to fight for them because I'm like, I'm not a dreamer. And I didn't think that there was anything wrong with it until I became um, more well versed in how God is communicating and how he speaks and how um, the spirit realm actually works. And I discovered that demons, even in deliverance, when they would come up in, in certain deliverances and, and make boastful claims as to what they've done to people's dreams and why they've taken their dreams. And, and so it took the revelation that God had given me and literally put it to action because here I am helping and partnering in the realm of the spirit to set a person free and literally seeing the assignment from the enemy on a person's dreams. And so I was one that at one time came into agreement with the ideal that I don't dream and I just guess I don't dream. That's it. And that's all. And that is not true. Um, everyone should be dreaming. And so if you're not dreaming, then definitely take it back as always to the Holy Spirit um, because your dreams may be arrested and they may be stolen in the spirit realm by the demonic entity, by the kingdoms of the kingdom of darkness. And so because he wants to block those those uh, connections, those communications, he does not want you to receive those impartations from God in your dream life. And he also wants to plant right seeds of of whatever it is that he's seeking to um, attack you with in your dream life because it's just a good way to come against the plans of God so the 10 things that you should not be doing in your dreams we talked about and I'll be adding maybe a few here and there as we go forward into today's podcast but one one of the first things that I have listed is having sex. And so people will say, well, I was having sex with my husband or or an ex-lover or something of that effect. Um, and so what you are unaware of 
is most times, um, generally, when this is happening, you think and you're being deceived by a deceptive spirit that it is the person um, that you're dreaming about or a familiar person that you trust. Of course, they want to use someone that you trust um, because it's not something that you would look at as being not good, right? Or being um, um, something you need to rebuke or come against. But they will use masquerading spirits, which will mask themselves and familiar spirits, which will make themselves into someone that you know and or trust and actually put you in the act or engaging in the act of sex in a dream when in all actuality, you are actually participating in um, intimacy and sex with a demon, with a demonic spirit. And so it doesn't always look right like you're sleeping with a demon, but they are masquerading and covering themselves up behind the face and or personality or characteristics of someone maybe presently in your in your life or even in your past. And so you just think, oh, it's usual because, oh, I have had relations with them in the natural. This is normal. This is maybe just an old memory or even a new one. And that's just okay. No, it is not okay. This is not what you should be doing. Most times, um, this is a, a spirit from the Marine Kingdom, which if you're following my podcast, I suggest you go listen to um, Deliverance from Spirit Spouses while I go into depth and it's into this topic. But you're actually sleeping and or having intimacy with a demonic spirit. And most times it may um, most times is a spirit spouse uh, or someone that you have been married to a demon in the spirit. So if it's a male, um, an incubus, succubus spirit. Um, or female one, you know, if you're a female, um, but if you're female, a male spirit, and if you're male or female spirit, or it could be both. I've seen um, incubus and succubus um, deal with and or come to attack people in their dream life and at night. And they are both male and female. So um, yes, having sex is a no-no. Do not, do not, do not. Um, If you find that these things are happening, I will explain throughout this podcast what to do um, to rebuke and to reject um, the seeds that are attempting and or being planted by the enemy. So the number two thing is being in the car, but you are not driving. So you're in a car and you're driving and you're not driving. This is a no, no, this is not good. This means that um, someone else is in control. Someone else is driving um, and it is not you and it is not the Holy Spirit. It is Satan. It is Satan and his minions or whoever he has put on assignment in your life or whatever is leading your life or controlling your life. It is symbolizing and or showing you in the dream, whether it is a dream of warning or a cautionary dream, or it is actually a dream that comes directly from Satan, um, the enemy for accidents or things like that. But if you're in a car and you are not driving, um, this is the number two thing I have listed on the top 10 things you should not be doing while you're 
um, dreaming. This is not this is not good for you. Now, I have heard and um, of dreams concerning vehicles. And so vehicles, sometimes it depends on the kind of vehicle you're driving. And that vehicle may reflect the nature of the relationship being explained. So and let me explain that's meaning the context of that dream is going to be the key to your interpretation. And so in all senses of the word and in the in the dream realm and the supernatural realm of dreams, sometimes we will see a symbol or an object and it may depending on the context in which it's being revealed in the dream is how it is interpreted. So you may be in a really, really, really fast and furious vehicle, right? In your dream and you, or you may not even know the car. You may be in the car that you presently drive day to day. So you may drive a Jeep or you may drive a blazer or a luxury car. And so you may see yourself in a dream driving your personal car, which generally is pretty, pretty good means that you're, you're in control and, and your life naturally is aligning um, in, an, in alignment spiritually with what is happening in the spirit realm. But there are times where you may see in a dream yourself in a different vehicle. Um, and so we take all of these things to the Lord in prayer to receive further revelation from. But if you're in a car and you are not driving, it is definitely something to take back to the Holy Spirit. So number three is talking with the dead, talking with someone who has passed. And so we should not be speaking and or having conversation with spirits of the dead. And so this generally is most always uh, is always demonic in some form, shape, fashion or form in nature. And so there is some communication that the enemy is trying to use to gain access or an entry point through the dead, through a spirit. And so they're trying to keep and or remain access to your life through um, someone who has passed. Number four is being fed or eating something, being fed or eating something in your dreams. This is all, this is not good. It's never good. It's not good. It's something that usually the enemy uses in forms of witchcraft and things to put things in your body to affect you, your health, or whatever it is. And they will do this by feeding you or giving you something in your dream to eat. And that is how they are able to gain access and entrance to your body, your bloodstream or cause sickness or disease or something in your body is through food and feeding you in your dreams. So number five, visiting your childhood home. And so someone had messaged me this week about a dream with them visiting their childhood home. They said, I was familiar with some of the things you discussed 
but um, visiting my childhood home, it happens. A lot of times people will see reoccurring dreams or dreams that occur over and over. And usually there's some significance to dreams, especially when connected to your childhood or your childhood home. Sometimes this means that it's a decree in heaven or it's an establishment that is being made when you're having reoccurring or dreams over and over again, or there is a cautionary sense to it being an urgent matter to deal with or to ask for more revelation about, right? So God will allow um, the dream to reoccur to catch your attention, to kind of cause you to come into agreement with whatever it is that he is trying to share and or reveal to you. But most times I've seen this be a generational sort of um, um, uh, attack or a generational um, sort of um, assignment or agreement or a generational um, understanding or an explanation that's coming from this. So this could be pointing to something that happened in your past, something that is maybe holding a placeholder in your life and that you need to identify whether it be a something positive or it could be something negative. Um, again, context is everything. Context is key to dream interpretation and understanding those specific cues and clues that come with these dreams as they are revealed to you. And so it can point to something that happened back in the past. Um, and it can be good or it can be bad. But most likely, it's an area of your past where you've been stuck or where you are stuck. And that needs to be revisited to either find resolution or find healing. Um, but depends upon those extra, those extra um, extraneous factors, I'll say extraneous extraneous those extraneous factors that come with your childhood home like are is it do you recognize the home or are you an adult in your childhood home or you know um, um maybe you're married or maybe you're not or maybe you're in your bedroom or maybe you're just standing outside of your childhood home and not able to go inside and so these specific context clues will definitely be needed to fully interpret it as the Lord intends for you to receive it. But most times it is an area of your past that you need to go back to revisit to find resolution or find some healing in. Now, number six is getting married, getting married. And so in, in number six is most times no bueno. Okay. Um, again, this is a spirit spouse. This is a demon that is marrying you in your spirit in, in the spirit realm. And so you may see the reception or see yourself in a dress or see yourself. And so these things are happening and you're like, Oh my God, I'm getting married. Or I'm going to be no, no, no. These are one. This is something you should not be doing most times. Now, again, you take all your dreams back to the Holy spirit for further revelation and understanding um, and interpretation because it's on a case by case basis. So we don't want to put a blanket statement on this, but 
overall, generally, this is what this means that you have or and are getting married or have been married to um, a demonic spirit, to a demon in the spirit realm. So getting married is not good. Falling, falling is another one. On So number seven, we have falling on the list. So falling, if you're falling, that's usually not good. That means um, that there is some sort of loss of control in your life. There's something um, where you've lost your footing and you are not able to be stable and grounded in a situation or a particular place in your life. And so falling. Falling um, will be number seven on the 10 things that you should not be doing in dreams. Number eight is being bitten or chased by an animal, being chased by an animal or person. And so being bitten or chased is never, never, never good. Um, And hey, guys, quick question. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis, difficulty reading and retaining the word of God, dominating thoughts, pain with no explainable source? What about anxiety, panic attacks, feelings that you're being watched, or just some mere eerie evil presence near? You may be experiencing demonic attacks and when in doubt, cast them out. Flawed and Free offers free one-to-one deliverance via virtual, in-person, and group altar call deliverance. Contact us at info at flawedandfree.com. Send your request for an oppression healing intake form, or you can go to the episode description of this show and go to theflawedandfree.com. And we will send you an intake form. Get free with Flawed and Free today. And so, especially by animals, there are demonic spirits. There's animalistic spirits. Um, There are are rats in the realm of the spirit. There's there's all kind of beasts, right? And they are demonic. They're they're all kind of demonic. So people say, I... I had a dream where I was bitten by a rat or bitten by a snake or chased by dogs. And so these are beast um, like spirits. These are demonic beast like spirits that are representative of the demonic realm. And they're being used to gain some sort of access to you. So, for instance, if it's a rat and you see rats in the room or rats around or feces and things of this nature, it's usually something perverse, unclean rats are attracted to garbage so there's something in your foundation or something going on in your life that's needing to be cleaned up that is attracting um, um, these rats or these spirits um, people have been bitten by snakes bitten by spiders chased by animals and there has been something injected or bitten they've been bitten or injected in them and this 
is serious business. Do not ignore this at all in your dreams. This is a demonic attack and there has been something injected into you. So if there's something, um, maybe you've been stabbed or maybe something um, shot or or bitten or, or something like that, something has been injected or something has been transferred um, from the demonic realm or even by a snake, by a viper or python. There's something that's been injected into you that is being used and utilized as a weapon against you in the demonic realm to cause destruction and death to your life. And so the first thing, if you've been bitten or chased or something that's been injected into your body, into your bloodstream, the first thing that you must do, even in all of these things I've mentioned up through eight, when you awaken, you have a limited amount of time to come against these demonic attacks in these, in your dream life, in your, in the spirit realm, you must immediately rebuke it, reject it and reverse it. So whatever was injected inside of you, whatever was, was intended and sent by the enemy to get and or destroy you. And so whatever venom or whatever has been passed and or transferred demonically through these beast like animals or these animalistic spirits or or whatever it is that's being used, you must immediately you time is ticking because the manifestation of these things manifesting in the earth realm, we don't know the time and the season. But what we do know is that in order for something to manifest in the earth, it has to be revealed in the spirit realm. And so this is a form of revelation and communication in the realm of the spirit. And so your spirit will be affected in the spirit realm, but it is not nothing to turn a blind eye and ignore. You must immediately combat come against and reverse the curse and reverse whatever was injected inside of you and command that that you were attacked or whatever it was to come out of you or to be loose from you. You pray the power and the blood of Jesus Christ and you are going to pray spiritual warfare prayers to reject that in which has been given to you or passed or transferred to you or injected into you. It is to destroy you. And so therefore you must pray the opposite. You must contradict the plans of the enemy and you must counterattack the enemy with his plan to destroy you. Now, verse nine, not verse nine, number nine in the 10 things that you should not be doing in your dreams is being robbed, being robbed. And so being robbed is never good, right? <laughs> this is pretty self-explanatory. Nine times out of 10, it has something to do with money or finances, gifts, blessings from God. It could anything that can prosper you 
um, bless you, grow you, build you. These things are meant and sent by the enemy to take, to steal. Remember, the enemy's main job is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So being robbed is a form of attack in the realm of the spirit, in your dreams. And so pay attention to the context clues and whatever it is the Holy Spirit uh, may be showing you in the dream in specificity and specific to what is being taken, right? It could be your house. It could be your clothes. It could be your belongings. It could be your gifts. It could be whatever it is that comes in context to what they are taking from you. You must then unleash and loose uh, prayers of spiritual warfare immediately, urgently. It is a priority. Do not wait till, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it tonight. I'll do it tomorrow. Time is ticking and you cannot wait. So the moment you come out or come into an awakened state, you must go before the Lord, before the Holy Spirit and reverse the plans of the enemy. Now, number 10, number 10 is your personal belongings, either being missing or stolen. So things like your cell phone, things like your purse or your wallet, your computer, these things generally inhabit your identity or some form or some part of your identity. And generally, you can't go far without most of these things, right? Your cell phone, we don't go too far from there. Your purse, your wallet, your laptop, your computer. So these things house specific things about you and about your identity. And so if someone has taken it, we think about fraud, we think about uh, identity fraud or, or something about you personally, something about your identity that the enemy is seeking to take from you and take for himself to be used, not for it, for it, for your good, of course, but to be used against you. And so um, number 10 is your personal belongings being taken. Now our dreams are a form of higher language. I started speaking of our dreams and the symbolism that comes with our dreams and your ability to interpret dreams. Some people say, oh, you have to be gifted in this area. And yes, sometimes we do receive an additional portion of something given by God. Some of uh, most have, uh, of us have wisdom, right? But God may have gifted you um, an additional portion of wisdom or discernment or things like that. So the gift or the the dream interpretation, every believer should be able to um, interpret their dreams or or at least um, understand some form of what is going on in their dreams. But your ability to interpret and or understand what is happening in the spirit realm is a direct reflection of how excellent your spirit is to interpret. And so if you operate in the spirit realm, in the supernatural realm, and you have intimacy and relationship and daily communication, then your spirit man grows stronger and is becomes very sensitive over the course of time to conversation to communication to revelation and so the closer you walk in the spirit the more excellent your spirit becomes and the easier it is to 
um, to interpret and to identify um, these things that are happening. But it is God who gives the interpretation. It's God who gives the revelation. And so sometimes we look at people who we see with these excellent spirits and are able to interpret and we say, oh, they have a special gift. But I want you all to know that you are, have the same abilities. You have the same um, um, uh, um, opportunities to interpret and to receive revelation from God. And so many times people will come to me or ask me what I think about a dream or can I interpret a dream? And I only do that as the Holy Spirit leads me. And sometimes he'll give me things specifically and sometimes not um, or, you know, depending upon the context clues given to me and or whatever the Lord allows me to do. But dream interpretation and revelation is God. It is him who gives us. It is the Holy Spirit, the ability to do so. And so in Genesis 40, verse eight, um, this speaks about Joseph interpreting dreams. Remember, Joseph was in prison because he was accused of, of raping um, Potiphar's wife because she was trying to seduce him very heavily. And he um, rejected her and in rejecting her fled, right? Fled the scene, left his coat behind. And so she screamed rape. He ends up in this prison. And so Joseph, even in prison, was given a um, a favor given a favor and was able to utilize his authority there but in verse 8 of Genesis 40 I'm reading out of the NLT this is the two um Pharaoh's two of Pharaoh's um chief chief um um uh, workers there was a cupbearer and a chief baker and they were assigned to Pharaoh but they had high designation they had a high designation um in Pharaoh's camp. And so there were two high ranking officials thrown into the prison with Joseph. And they're speaking to Joseph about a dream that they had while they were there. And so in verse eight, it says, and they replied, we both had dreams last night, but no one can tell us what they mean. And so verse, I believe this is yeah, same verse eight. We're still in verse eight. No one can tell us what they mean. And then Joseph says, interpreting dreams is God's business. Hey, <laughs> he said, Joseph replied saying, go ahead and tell me your dreams. So in Genesis 40, verse eight is speaking to a moment in the prison where no one can interpret. They can interpret their dreams. And so they go to Joseph and ask Joseph to interpret their dreams. But Joseph quickly lets them know that interpreting dreams is God's business. And so it is God's business. So the same God that I serve is the same God that you serve. And so most times when people present me with the opportunity to dream or give a an interpretation, A, I never do it in my own thought or mindset. Um, I usually will sit and wait and partner with the Holy Spirit 
spirit to see what revelation that the Lord gives me to give them. But above them going through me, I will always, as always, point a person back to the Holy Spirit because what he will give you is beyond what he will give me because it is concerning you. And so I'm trying to equip and train people how to hear from God, how to train their ears to hear and how to walk in synchronization with the spirit of the Lord. And this is important in your journey and your walk towards the things of God. And so these opportunities are ways to practice this form of communication and dialogue in relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so you're always as you are led by the spirit to take these dreams back and to ask the Lord for his revelation, ask the Holy Spirit for his revelation as to what he wants you to understand, to know, to see, to be warmed from or to receive an impartation or or to or to come into agreement with or even to come out of agreement with because coming in agreement is just as poor is important as coming out of agreement with the thing. And so God will continue to speak to us in our dream life, in dreams, through symbolism, through metaphors, through similes, right? And these are, this is a form of communication between God and ourselves. And so this is something that we should not ignore, that we should continue to circle in prayer and take before the Lord with the direction and the path that he wants to lead us to gain understanding, to gain revelation, to gain wisdom, to gain knowledge, or to just even be cautious in an area of our lives or to um, find direction or to be given instruction. And so he doesn't just speak in dreams. He, he speaks in visions. And sometimes those visions are open visions or closed visions. But the Holy Spirit will always find a way to bring it back to you. He will always find a way to bring these things back to you. And so, but you must seek the source. You must seek the spirit of the Lord with understanding and not just the person or your pastor or your leader. And not that these things aren't okay because they are okay. It's okay to reach out and say, Hey, I need some support. I need some help. You know, I, 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 I went to the Lord and I received this, but I'm still feeling like I need some clarity in this area. You know, hey, the Lord led me to speak. Don't go, don't go telling everybody your dreams, right? You don't want the enemy getting information, collecting intel against you, and you just going off at the mouth telling people your business. But discern who you should share these things with, or how much of it you should share. But always, 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 always go back to the source. Always, always, and remember that if you do not go back to not only seek the source and receive revelation, but if you don't go back and correct what the enemy has done or attempted to do, or even what the Lord has shown you to correct in the natural realm, it will affect your life. It will absolutely translate and transfer whatever was happening in the spirit realm. If you listen to me often, you know, I tell you very, very much a lot. I tell you a lot, whatever is happening in the spirit realm, whatever you see in the 
supernatural realm is a direct manifestation and a direct correlation to what is or is not happening in the spirit realm. Now, does that mean that you won't still be attacked by the enemy, even if you are walking in pure purity and holiness that you won't know you will be attacked. The enemy will come against you. He will make attempts. But we know that no weapon form will prosper. But you must know that the degree or the depth of what you see is based upon the battles won or the battles lost in the spirit realm. And so I just wanted to come today to touch on the topic of dreams, symbolism and interpretation and to give you something to reference. Joseph interpreted dreams also in verse 41. One, I'll read another portion of um, J- Joseph, Joseph talking about dreams. So in 41, I'm trying to see where we are. Joseph is. So he was telling the cupbearer, you got to go back and read the story. I always get a new revelation. Every time I go back and read common stories in the Bible, I get newer and newer things every time. But Joseph said, you know, hey, remember me, basically, just remember the dream that I gave. And the dreams that he gave the two men actually did come to pass. They did. So that just speaks to what I've spoken over the course of this broadcast about dreams and the manifestation of those dreams. And so. So verse 41, I believe this looks like 15, I think it's verse 15 says, um, I had, yes, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream last night. So now Pharaoh is having some dreams and the cupbearer that um, Joseph had interpreted a dream for, he explains to Pharaoh because he tried to get the wizards and the warlocks to interpret these dreams he was having and the magicians and they were not able to. But remember, Joseph told us in, in, in chapter 40 that interpretation and dreams that they were God's business. And so the Pharaoh went to his um, demonic counterparts to receive revelation that comes from God and they were unable to do that. And so then the, the jailer that was released tells Pharaoh, Hey, Joseph over there in that prison, I know somebody who can help you, right? Just talk about your gift-making room for you, right? I know somebody who can help you, right? I know somebody who can help you. And so he comes, Pharaoh comes to Joseph, and this is what he says in verse um, chapter 41, verse 15. It says, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream last night, and no one here can tell me what it means. But I have heard that when you hear about a dream, you can interpret. And verse 16 says, I love this about Joseph. Joseph says, it is beyond my power to do this. Come on and give glory to God. Give God his credit. Okay. He says, it is beyond my power to do this. Joseph replied, but God can tell you what it means and set you at ease. So this is the NLT version of Genesis and you can read it in whatever version you would like Genesis 41 but he clearly states that this is beyond my power but God but God but God can tell you what it means and set you at ease so I want to close this 
um, broadcast out today to put your mind at ease for those dreams that are just gnawing at your mind and those dreams that you may have received partial revelation and maybe not full revelation on. And I want you to seek the source, which is the spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit. Go to God. Remember anything that you perceive to be demonic or sent by the kingdom of darkness, immediately, A, rebuke it, reject it, and reverse it. Command that whatever has happened or whatever's been planted, that it be destroyed. And so you're going to pray a warfare prayer and counterattack the attack of the enemy in your prayer. And that's the first thing you're going to do, and you're not going to waste any time once you awaken out of your sleep. So you're going to instantaneously Simultaneously, take this back to the Father, and you're going to also ask and pray for further revelation, understanding, guidance, direction, and anything else that you feel led as you pray to the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what it is. Because Joseph has told us that we can set our minds at ease because the Lord will reveal, He will show, He does not operate in darkness, nor does he operate in secrecy. That is of the enemy. And so God is here to reveal. God is the key. We work and operate in the kingdom of light. And God is here to heal you and to make you whole. So there is nothing that he will keep from you that will cause you hurt or harm or delay. These things come from the enemy. So if you find yourself not being able to see or seek clarity in a vision or to see or understand the revelation uh, and you're not able to interpret a dream, take it back to God and let him show you, let him tell you and let him interpret your dream. Take the pressure off yourself, take the pressure off your pasta, take your pressure off your favorite um, spiritual leader, and literally take it back to the source, which is the Holy Spirit. I love you guys. And until next week, we will be discussing this in a Q&A dreams on Thursday. We will be talking about all my tea and testimony on Thursday. And thank you for joining. Do not forget to subscribe, rate, and review as you are led by the Lord. Till next time, guys, be blessed. Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and free.
Hey guys, quick question. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis, difficulty reading and retaining the word of God, dominating thoughts, pain with no explainable source? What about anxiety, panic attacks, feelings that you're being watched, or just some mere eerie evil presence near? You may be experiencing demonic attacks and when in doubt, cast them out. Flawed and Free offers free one-to-one deliverance via virtual, in-person, and group altar call deliverance. Contact us at info at flawedandfree.com. Send your request for an oppression healing intake form, or you can go to the episode description of this show and go to theflawedandfree.com and we will send you an intake form. Get free with Flawed and Free today.